Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Now look, the other thing I want to point out is that we are going to keep our allies and the Congress contemporaneously informed of all we know and all we learn. And uh, I expect to be speaking with President Xi, and I hope we have we are going to get to the bottom of this. But I make no apologies for taking down that balloon. Thank you very much. You shouldn't. You shouldn't apologize for taking down the balloon. Wholeheartedly. The Chinese cannot be trusted. No communist can be trusted. You have nothing to apologize for, President Biden. On this, we are shoulder to shoulder. Nothing to apologize for. Now, the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade, you might have to apologize to them. Which leads us to the question of, do we even know what we're shooting down when we're actually shooting it down? This is a strange story that has gotten stranger. And one where I think Senator Ted Cruz is missing the mark. And if he just made a a slight pivot, he'd have a much more valuable conversation. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What is going on? 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. Can I open up phones? Can I do that? I mean, are there rules? I don't have I don't take calls often. I'm just in the mood. I'm just in the mood. 833 got 833-468-8669. Ryan is running things back at Mission Command. He will take your call. The story is that, of course, you had the balloon, the, the Chinese spy balloon. The Chinese cannot be trusted. No one should trust a communist. All communists are liars. All communists are frauds. All communists are evil. Do not Spend your time with communists. Don't trust communists. And for the love of all things good, decent, and holy, please, please, please never procreate with a communist. See, most people forget to mention uh, that part. Uh, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. It's, it's good advice, practical advice from me to you. So we can get uh, ourselves separated from the conversation of the Chinese spy balloon. But what about those other objects over Alaska, over Canada, over Lake Huron. What were those? We shot those down because, well, they were at lower altitudes. Could possibly interfere with commercial air travel. I had no issue with them being shot down, but then we were met with the silence of what it is that we actually shot down. And then you learn that something called the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade, or uh, do they call themselves NIB? That's a lot of Bs in there. I went with it. They are a group of hobbyists that fly balloons. Full disclosure, I did not know that there were balloon hobbyists. I didn't know that this was the thing. NIBBB.org. They've gotten a lot of publicity. Like, they're everywhere. They've got balloons going around all over the globe. That's kind of crazy. That's kind of nuts. Just a bunch of kids, a couple of adults, having a good time flying balloons. I love it. I Look, everyone's got a hobby. Me, it's cigars. It's, it's, other people, it's balloons. Live your life. No judgment. 
No judgment at all. They made note of the fact that one of their balloons floating off the west coast of Alaska went missing on the same day we had, I believe it was an F-22 shooting down an object. Thus, did we shoot down a balloon of the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade? Which brings us to the question, um, do we know what we're shooting down? Ted Cruz, senator from Texas, criticized Biden for ordering the F-22 to shoot down what could have been this this science project, he referred to it, but this club's balloon. I think that's a mistake. I don't think Ted Cruz should be doing that. Allow me to give you an explanation. He's arguing that we used a $200 million jet and a $400,000 missile to shoot it down. And why are we doing that? The bringing up of the money is what I object to. I think that's a mistake. I do not believe that there is any rational American that would take a look at the idea of shooting down a, a uh, whatever, whatever the we think the, the target is, and be like, yeah, we wanted to shoot it down. Yeah, it's a threat, but uh, it costs too much. That's a ridiculous, preposterous idea. That's a ridiculous thing to say, and I don't want to see Ted Cruz go down that road. Rather, I would like to hear him discuss, you, you mean we aren't able to tell the difference between a balloon or, 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 a, or a threat uh, of a flying object uh, or a spy balloon versus, versus the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade? Are you telling me that the magnification on my phone is so great I can see it in my neighbor's yard? We don't have in the U.S. military a way of looking at what in the world this thing is? No. No, stop. Really? We can't tell? Are optics run by Mr. Magoo? By the way, good reference. Good poll, cats. Good poll. You may want to go to the... Go to the Google box there. Some level of search engine. Perhaps, perhaps DuckDuckGo. Why have anybody uh, following you? And uh, and check that one out. Mr. Magoo. Um, it's insane that we don't know. It's impossible to believe. Not improbable. I put forth to you impossible. No way. I can't handle it. I can't, I can't come to some level of grips with it. But if Ted Cruz was asking that question... Everyone would be like, yeah, well, how did we not know? And then someone else would be talking about the, 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 the money. Uh, of course they would be. Because you can ask the question, would there have been another way to take that thing down? Would there have been another way to get this thing down? We don't... The idea that we can't tell what this is or couldn't tell what this is or shot it down knowing what it is is so insane as to be believed. And that is a reason to not have faith in Joe Biden. The money, that's not an argument. 
That's not an argument. I don't want to see Ted Cruz use it because we're going to need Cruz's brain for a series of things going forward. I also saw that he is not running for, for president. Uh, he's running for re-election in the Senate. And I believe his uh, comment was, outside of Donald Trump, there is nobody Democrats want to defeat more than me. And he might be right about that. He might be very, very right uh, about that. I can't wait to see Beto O'Rourke run again. What? He, they're not going to run Beto O'Rourke? Oh! oh, that's just savagery. It is not okay, in my point of view, that we aren't able to determine the difference between a threat and a balloon from a bunch of kids and older people. And so when I hear him talk about things like this. Our military, through the North American Aerospace Defense Command, so-called NORAD, closely scrutinized uh, the, uh, our airspace, including enhancing our radar to pick up more slow-moving objects above our country, around the world. In doing so, they uh, tracked three unidentified objects, one in Alaska, Canada, and over Lake Huron in the Midwest. They acted in accordance with established parameters for determining how to deal with unidentified aerial objects in U.S. airspace. He once again referred to it as an unidentified aerial object. You're telling me that we shot it down, which I have no problem with, but we didn't actually know what it was? I have a problem with that. Because we know, based on this commentary from uh, the Northern Illinois uh, Balloon Brigade, what it was. How could? How is it possible that we have a... A, uh, a, a military that can't figure that one out. What am I missing? Because if I have this question, I, I don't claim myself to be a, a, a genius. I think this is the basic question that everybody has. And that's the kind of thing to make you say, whoa, whoa, whoa. For all that's going on, we've got a military, we've got the technology, we can figure these things out. Now we don't know what is a balloon that a couple of ninth graders put together in their basement. That is enough to keep me up at night. And that's the part that I believe we have to be focused on. That's the part that we have to discuss. Me, I'm all in for that conversation. I have got your phone calls uh, to get to. I have the worst headlines of the... I have so many worst headlines of the day, I don't know where to start nor stop. And what Democrats have done to John Fetterman is a sin. That's all coming up. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. Far be it for any radio host to not recognize it's been two years since Rush Limbaugh passed away. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. Find everything. TonyKatz.Locals.com. TonyKatz.Locals.com. Um, I uh, I hear it constantly uh, from, from people um, about uh, not hearing him on the air and uh, feeling that... Uh, it really, you know, you you cannot properly comprehend the numbers of people who made a Rush from noon to three a part of their life to an extent, a part of their family. You cannot, 
fathom the level of connection that, that, that took place there. And in many, many ways is still taking place there. Just a worthy a reminder that a guy who created a genre, the reason I have a job is because he created an idea, turned an idea and turned, took an idea and turned it into reality. That's well done. That's a legacy right there. Rush Limbaugh would have been 72 if he was still alive. He, yeah, he was born on January 12th. be 72. Passed away two years ago today. Worthy of a thought. Let me go to the phones as I said I would. I'm just in the mood. What? Sue me. Ryan. I'm not sorry, Ryan. You're Ryan. Ray, welcome to the show, Ray. What's going on, man? Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I've been listening for years, and this is the first time I heard you say call, so I jumped on the phone. I got right on, man. First one in. And, Thank uh, you. Uh, uh, and while I was on hold, I, I did some checking, and it looks like I misspoke there to your call screener. Uh, I was saying we violated no, we, vi- we violated treaties when we shot that down. We should have never shot that balloon down, any of those balloons. There, uh and I mentioned the Open Skies Treaty. Well, it turns out China is not part of the Open Skies t- Treaty, and the United States backed out of the Open Skies Treaty in 2021. So I'm embarrassed. But if you look at the other space treaties that we did sign, saying about no weapons of mass destruction or anything else, it, um, so it, uh, I would uh, so have to go is, through. Ryan, and I, uh, Ray, I'm sorry, Ray, uh, Ryan is running the board, Ray, and I appreciate the call tremendously, and I'm glad you jumped on, and, and I don't take calls very often, so thank you, and you, you're right, I was, I was going to object about open skies, uh, I would have to take a look at the other treatings, treaties and, and give them a read, but I would reject, as, as, just on premise, the idea that the United States, under any president, would sign something that says, oh, by the way, we're not allowed to protect and defend ourselves. So if we get even into Barack Obama and the nonsense of the Iran nuclear deal, which you'll note was never a treaty, was never put forward as a treaty because it would never pass the Senate. Treaties are ratified by the Senate. So it was never put forward as a a treaty for that reason. Um that was a very, very bad deal. The people who bought into that deal were completely okay with the idea of fortifying Iran with nuclear weapons. The idea that they weren't building one is as laughable as it is ignorant. The idea that they were following the rules of the the, the treaty is to believe that they were actually doing it. Your problem is you think you have faith in the Iranian government, which is, of course, the most ignorant position one can take. A nation that wants to wipe other nations off the face of the planet is not a nation that one should have faith in. So therefore, anything dealing with them that we would say, we want this and we want that is, is dangerous. I cannot think of any 
bit of treaty that was signed, regardless of party, that would say we can't shoot down the object over our airspace. I don't believe that that is accurate. I do believe that we do have politicos who are not interested in the safety and the security of the United States and of free and thinking people. When you uh, take a look at uh, how the Biden administration deals with Israel, per se, uh, let's say, and how the administration openly states that they are dismayed that Israel is building on Israeli land. Uh, We are deeply dismayed uh, by Israelis' announcement that they will advance thousands of new settlements. Yeah, it's Israeli land. They're they're building houses. Oh, I disagree with, with, with Jews about this all the time. It's Israeli land. I don't care who it's upsetting. When you get rid of Hamas as your leadership, we'll talk. If you tell me that it's the advancement of settlements, as Corinne Jean-Pierre did, it's the advancement of settlements that leads to an inability to have a two-state solution, that's pure, raw, unadulterated ignorance. Ignorance. What leads to not being able to have a two-state solution is having one state led by a terrorist organization, and that's the Palestinians being led by Hamas. Get rid of Hamas... And you get rid of Hamas by killing every last member, every last member's relative, and every last member's relative's dry cleaner. You kill everybody connected, you finally get rid of this thing. Then you remove the Ayatollah, you remove the mullers, the hardliners, and the clerics of Iran that are, that are feeding and funding uh, this beast. You call Iran Persia again, and the next thing you know, you might have a pretty good life ahead of you. I mean, those are the, those are the facts. Now, you want to engage that and then engage peace with a whole series of people. I'll sign those treaties all day long. But I don't think we we get into engage into the idea that we would uh, allow ourselves not to protect ourselves. Um, and uh, absolutely, we should have shot down uh, the Chinese spy balloon. I argued if we're then shooting things down, why don't we try, let's say, a Chinese aircraft carrier? What? What, you, you, you think that's too much of a response? Look, 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 I don't mind that you're weak. I don't mind, I don't, I don't mind, it's okay. It's okay. It is. It's it's fine. You're you're not prepared to deal with the situation. I'm prepared to humiliate Xi Jinping. He needs my money, Tony. We borrow so much. He needs my markets. He needs my people to buy their cheap crap. This is what you get. This is what you get. This is how it works. You still don't want to shoot down the aircraft carrier. All right, all right. Maybe we could, Maybe we'll come to a compromise. Maybe, but I'm just telling you, so it should be on the table. It should be on the table. Meanwhile, Don Lemon is not long for CNN. We knew it then, and he's accelerated the timeline. Find everything TonyCats.locals.com. This is Tony Katz today.
By the way, it's not just balloons. The story that even more Russian fighter jets were intercepted by the U.S., Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. Well, you know, uh, if, if you're you're testing the system, might as well test the whole system, right? Only makes sense. Only makes sense. There's also... Where was that? Oh, oh, that's about the train derailment. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah, the train derailment in Detroit. We're still taking a look at what in the world is going on there in, 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 in Ohio. And the White House is trying to explain why um, FEMA turned them down. They turned down Mike DeWine's request for disaster relief. Biden administration officials telling Fox News Digital that it provided extensive assistance to the surrounding communities. They said FEMA, however, the agency that usually provides relief to communities hit by hurricanes and other natural disasters, isn't best equipped to support the state's current needs. Well, dear Lord, who is? Dear Lord, who is equipped to handle the needs? At every turn, the administration has looked foolhardy in handling this late to the party late to the conversation not as late as media nope nope later than media actually in every single way they have looked incompetent and foolhardy as i said they have looked like they don't care and it seems that every single statement from pete Buttigieg regarding what has taken place is this, well, you see, it's not my fault conversation. Everything is somebody else's fault, including the idea that when you take a look at this train derailment, you're not looking at it right according to the Secretary of Transportation. Because after all, in his words, in his own just magical way of speaking, there are trains that derail all the time. There are train derailments happening right now, just like we saw in Detroit just yesterday. I don't know why you're getting so worked up about this one right here in Ohio. Is this leadership to you? Uh, look, rail safety is something that uh, uh, that has evolved a lot over the years, but there's clearly more that needs to be done because uh, while this uh, horrible situation ha- has gotten a particularly high amount of attention, there are roughly 1,000 cases a year of a train derailing. Does it matter if there are 10,000 cases a year? By the way, it's a, it's a lot of trains derailing. I'm just saying, it's a lot of trains derailing. One could ask why. I don't think that's a bad question. But we're asking this question while we're watching East Palestine, Ohio, not know if they can bathe their kids. We're having this argument about East Palestine while they're suffering. 
Oh, yeah, you see, it's because Trump changed the rules. And now there's a conversation. Whoa, whoa, you're talking about rules that came from 2015. That was during Barack Obama's time. And I'll let those people fight out that craziness. Do you think any of that matters right now? We're not talking about how we're going to fix rail. We're talking about how we're going to help the people of East Palestine. How come they don't matter to anybody? This is unreal. Nope, this is surreal. This is nuts. This is the argument from the Secretary of Transportation. Horrific argument. This was the EPA administrator, Michael Regan, who uh, is uh, on the scene, we would be told. What I would say is if anyone is experiencing any kind of adverse symptom, uh, have their pets, uh, go to the veterinarian, they should seek medical attention. We need for this information to get to the state health departments so that we can coordinate and be sure that people are getting the help that they need. Can you help us clear up what specifically you're testing for? Is it just for vinyl chloride? We are testing for the full breadth of toxic chemicals that were on that train that was spilled. We have the capabilities to detect every single adverse impact that would result from that spill. And that's what we're doing. We will be here for as long as it takes to see this process through. I want to assure the people of East... I just want to say, when you say as long as it takes, I think the question is long-term. Is someone going to be here a year from now, two years from now, to come back, test the water, test the soil? I'm I'm very uh, clear when I say as long as it takes. Uh, We will go through this process with with the citizens of East Palestine for as long as it takes. The federal government will be here for as long as it takes. How come it took so long to get there to begin with? That's the question. That's the question. The faith is already destroyed. You're there because we put pressure on you. Now, it does uh, go to show exactly how important it is uh, to get your voice heard. It is extremely important uh, to to make sure that you always know, don't don't just sit there and wait uh, uncomfortably. Get noisy. It's the way you get attention. It took a lot of people discussing this subject when the mainstream wouldn't discuss it at all for people to start paying attention to it. But why did it take this long for the EPA or for the the Secretary of Transportation? That's, That's the question. And that's the incompetence. At least Michael Regan there is discussing the right subjects. Not Pete Buttigieg. Not this incompetent fool. He is nowhere near the right subjects he's just not but i wanted to i needed to uh kind of move some things around today because there is a fair amount of madness going on and 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 not everything should be maddening so allow me allow me to lighten it up this way your car's seatbelt safety miracle or decapitation nightmare what is the connection between rain and farming the answer may surprise you heroin sex machine guns flamethrowers murder there's no story here we've just found that ratings go up when we say those words it's time for the worst headline of the day father killed by violent chicken man died with massive bleeding while whispering rooster after being attacked by aggressive bird at home in Ireland. That rooster's name, Rosebud. Honestly, I'm, I'm ready for late night TV. That joke is 
gold. Go, oh, you're all just a terrible. A grandfather killed by his violent chicken that previously attacked a child. Jasper Krause was killed last year after he was attacked by a Brahma chicken, suffered a heart attack after the bird drove its spur into his leg, causing the massive blood loss. As he was losing and regaining consciousness, the only thing he whispered was, Rooster. Paramedics arrived, tried CPR. Uh, they were unsuccessful. Um, that's insane. I had no idea birds that that these birds were so, uh, like 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 violent. Now turkeys, I know are violent. I didn't I didn't know the chickens and roosters were coming after you. I absolutely no. I didn't know that uh, they had the level of claw that could that could you know cut a vein or an artery. That's crazy. That is crazy. But it's it's not. Um, see, I don't know if this one is the worst headline of the day, but it it sure is weird. Your car's seatbelt safety miracle or decapitation nightmare? What is the connection between rain and farming? The answer may surprise you. Heroin, sex, machine guns, flamethrowers, murder. There's no story here. We've just found that ratings go up when we say those words. It's time for the worst headline of the day. $37,000 Cadbury egg heist. Wait, did you say Cadbury? You mean the you mean the candy? A UK man is facing 2 years in prison after pleading guilty to stealing nearly 200,000 Cadbury cream eggs worth over $37,000. Like you never thought of it. Joby Poole. That's his, that's his name. His name is his name is Joby. J O B Y. Joby Poole charged with criminal damage and two counts of theft after towing away the trailer full of chocolate. Did, did, did you think people weren't going to notice? Did you, did you really think that somehow people weren't going to notice that you stole candy? That's weird. That's totally weird that you thought no one would see this happening in broad daylight. Poole reportedly used a metal grinder to get through the gates of the unit housing the trailer and used a stolen truck with false plates to steal it. He was spotted by police who claim uh, he walked up to them with his hands up. It's... not thought through well at all. And and these, these were like, all right. These are, I don't know if these are worst headlines. These are just weird headlines. You know, the, 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 people do weird things. People do weird, weird things. And, and so I, I just, I just left it there. I just left it there and that was it. And it was fine. I was like, oh, wait, we've got more. 
Your car's seatbelt, safety miracle, or decapitation nightmare? What is the connection between rain and farming? The answer may surprise you. Heroin, sex, machine guns, flamethrowers, murder. There's no story here. We've just found that ratings go up when we say those words. It's time for the worst headline of the day. Indianapolis Metropolitan Police arrests man for trying to rob bank with TV remote. I swear to you, I'm convinced people do things just to make us happy. Just to make us feel better by comparison. I believe that there are people who exist in this world to prove schadenfreude and make the rest of us say, ha, I guess we're not as dumb as we look. A 51-year-old arrested after entering the PNC Bank on South High School Road Approaching the teller, took a Samsung remote controller from his pocket, pointed it at the vault door, and said, open the vault. The teller is like, I'm sorry, I don't know what to, I don't know what to do here. Then it, it got serious with this guy saying, give me $10,000 or I will kill you. And then started slamming the remote on the counter, repeating the threat, to which the teller responded, sir, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I'm sorry, that's hilarious. How can you be that calm when someone's like, I'm going to kill you? You might as well have said, sir, this is a Wendy's drive-thru. <laughs> oh, oh, give them a raise right there. Meanwhile, two of the tellers hit their hold-up alarm buttons, before this guy uh, emptied the, the lobby, the employees locking the bank doors, and then PNC's like, yeah, we got it here, we got it there. The guy wasn't wearing any face covering. We've got all the photos done. So you see, our government may have lost their minds and be completely unable to recognize that when there's a chemical spill that's leaching into the Ohio River, you may want to pay some attention to it. And luckily, there are people out there trying to rob banks with remotes so we can have a nice little bit of escapism. Now let's get back to it. Don Lemon is not long for CNN. Past his prime, most probably. Oh, that's funny because it's true. I'm Tony Katz. Well, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say 20s, 30s, and 40s. I don't necessarily... 40s, oh, I got another I'm not saying decade. I agree with that. So I think she has to be careful about saying that, you know, politicians aren't in their prime. I think prime we need to qualify. Are you talking about prime for, like, child scoring? Or are you talking about the prime for being president? Don't shoot the message. what the facts are. Google it. Everybody at home, when is a woman in her prime? It says 20s, 30s, and 40s. And I'm- That's Don Lemon, an expert on women in their prime. Uh, I guess not. Uh, and uh, that was him yesterday talking about Nikki Haley, saying she's not in her prime and she should be careful about talking about other people's age. Nikki Haley is 51. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Well, we all wondered why didn't Poppy Harlow there just go nuts on the man? Well, it turns out that after this happened, she stormed off the set. And then things had to be calmed down. And the next thing you know, Don Lemon was not on set today. He wasn't there. Well... He has now given an apology. The people I am closest to in this organization are women. The people I seek counsel to first in this organization are women. The person I am closest to is my mother, a woman. But then again, Don Lemon's not a biologist. How could he possibly know?
And this apology doesn't even matter. Chris Licht, the the CEO, saying, I want to say I've heard from a lot of people in the organization, both directly and indirectly, about how those comments have affected you, and I want you to hear directly from me that I hear you. Now, I don't think you have to say that the comments affected you. It's just the comments are crazy dumb, and you should have responded more to it. I think the issue is is that Don Lemon thinks he's in charge. That's the story here, that Don Lemon, it seems very obvious, hates everyone and everything that he got this demotion to mornings. For him, you could almost see it as a demotion, even though I don't. I consider mornings to be important. Uh, and, and he's like, how dare you? And this is awful. And, and I had my own show, and you, you're just lucky to be on set with me. And what I say is important. He believes this. He believes this. But as I said then, when this happened over there at CNN, he won't be long for CNN. He can't last. The morning show doesn't need him. Well, now what I'm telling you is, what I'm telling you is, this planned day off he had today, yeah, that got planned yesterday at 10 a.m. Don't look for him much longer on CNN. I'm Tony Katz.